0: This is the Salon Entrepreneur Podcast with Amy and Jeff. We're a husband and wife team that has started and scaled salons in multiple markets, each with its own unique starting point. We launch each business with core strategies and by always staying true to our vision and brand. Tune in for ideas and inspiration on how to achieve wealth in your salon business, relationship, and family.
1: Welcome to The Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jeff Stebbins, along with my wife, Amy, and we are going to tell you the one thing, just one thing you need to do to grow your book of business. And this thing is gonna be earth-shattering. It's gonna be something nobody has ever heard before. We should just wait till the end of it to tell them. No, I'm just kidding. Otherwise, we won't have anything to talk about. But that one thing is to work your referrals. And I know what every stylist is doing because it's the same thing when we talk about it. They're rolling their eyes. They're like, "We know, you know, referral, referral." Everybody talks about it. It's not easy to say fast a couple times, but talk about that because um, it's so important. And I think we need a reminder. We'll p- we should do this episode like every six, just so people remember. Like, we you need to talk about yourself. You need to yeah. create that network of conversation about your capabilities, your talents. You're big on that. Lead yeah. us through this.
0: Yeah, and I mean, not necessarily just your referrals, you know, just getting your name out there and putting it out there. I'm not saying like you have to do a referral program necessarily. Right. Like you said, it's, it's hyping yourself up. They want to know that they're in the chair of the best and, and hopefully you feel that you are. And so it's talking about yourself, talking yourself up, making sure that when they leave there, they're talking about you as well. And you can reinforce that, by asking them to, it's so simple, you know, asking them say, Hey, do you, you know, I always ask if they live around here or if they're close to the salon, that kind of thing anyway, because then it shows me where their network of people is. Mm -hmm. And so asking them those questions. And then at the end, just be like, Hey, if you know somebody looking for a stylist, will you take some of my cards? Would you hand them out? You know, your hair looks amazing tagging them on your photos. If they let you I always ask, because I think that's just the nice thing to do. Mm -hmm. And maybe they'll share it. Like I have clients all the time. I'll take their pictures and like, can you send me my pictures? Can you send me what you took? And so getting that network effect is huge. And it's, it's so rare that it happens. You know, I mean, we build the business, we work on building the clientele. But think about how much further and faster you could go if you did it as well Mm -hmm. with the people that are already there.
1: Right. Yeah. You make a good point. It's not when we say referral, I'm using that as a a broad term for kind of just self-marketing, self-promotion in in a tactful way. But beyond just talking to whatever clients you have, that's that's the easiest place to start is do you know anybody that might... Like me as their stylist, once you have that kind of relationship, certainly the first time somebody's in, you're still feeling it out. You know? Well,
0: yeah, you're still feeling it out. But then, but then there's some people you have this instant connection with that you do their hair and they're just raving about you when they're done. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't stop looking at myself. I just love it so much. Perfect person to yeah, be your cheerleader. That's your sign. I mean, I've had people cry. I think in the last like few weeks, people cried when I was done. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm crying because I love my hair so much. Perfect person. Like they're going to go to bat for you. They are in love with their hair. What other sign do you need? Right. Hand them a card and say, Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you love your hair. Would you please let people know that I'm here? They're usually happy to do that. And I've had in each business I've had, I've had a client that was kind of that cheerleader for you. There's always a couple that will just go to bat for you, whether you ask them or not. Those are just really great clients and they're out there and they want to do this. For you. They want to help you. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, one of mine in California, she owned a gym and she would just always promote me. Like we would go to the same workout place and she'd be like, Amy's right here and she'll do your hair. I mean, it was kind of embarrassing to be honest, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying like just a cheerleader that just supported you and wanted you to win. And there'll be those clients there for everyone. Yeah. So when you see them in your chair, it's the perfect person just to ask them. Like you don't have to bombard them. You don't have to give them a hundred cards or anything. Give them a couple and say, would you mind handing those to a couple friends or family members that might want their hair done? If they don't, are you out anything? No, but they might. And so, you know, they like you so much and they like your work. So just making sure that you are asking for it.
1: Right. Yeah. So easy to do. And, and again, do it tactfully. Be professional about it. Don't bombard right. them. Don't give them 50 cards. Seen that before where Ugh. people just hand you mountains of cards. Yes. Where you got people that come in and put like 40 magazines down on like, your no. magazine stand. Like that's ridiculous. But yes. yes, easy one there. You got someone in your chair. Number two, and this is another eye roller that it was like, uh, but <laughs> there are always other businesses around that again, want to do the same thing. They would like to partner with the salon or with the stylists. You know, we're partnering with the, the servers and the, the bartenders and the workout places and the coffee shops and whatever yes. else. You don't have to go every day. You don't have to sit outside and hand out business cards like you're walking the strip in Vegas or something like that. But go out <laughs> and... Please don't do that. <laughs> clicking them. Um, <laughs> go out and let some people know who you are. And and it's not an easy thing to do. We, we've no. all had to get over that yes. sort of ego checking kind of uh, thing. But I don't know. If I can make 40% more money straight up cash in my pocket for handing out a couple right. of cards and saying, hey, I'm Jeff. I'm the best Mohawk maker on the planet. Oh you know, gosh. you'd look great with a Mohawk. I would be happy to hand that card out.
0: Yeah, I would so sign up for that Mohawk.
1: Yeah, please don't.
0: Um, yeah, no, I, that's, I mean, we put ourselves and our, our businesses in strategic spots where there are partnering businesses that we can feed off of, but I can't do it for the stylist because then they want to come to me. And if I'm not just trying to build me, it's really hard. I don't want to be the face that goes in. And then they're like, I want to book with Amy. Amy gave me your card. I, like, I don't want that always. So it, the stylists need to do it for themselves. And it's super easy, like you said. I I don't like it, let's say, the restaurant. I'm not telling you to go up to every table and introduce yourself and bother them while they're eating. Yeah, don't do that. That would drive me nuts. I mean, me as the the owner, that drives me nuts. But me as the person sitting there eating, that would drive me nuts. Mm -hmm. So don't do that. That does look tacky. That is bad. But walk in. The people working there, they have to be there. You're not bothering them. You can go to the hostess, even, and just walk in the door. And you can say, hey, I don't know... If you have been to the salon yet, but I work at the salon right next door. My name is so-and-so. Here's my card. I'd love to do your hair.
1: Start with the host Big stand. Big deal. I would say again, I like to take it in small totally. chunks. Totally, the easiest The one. host stand. They They've got nothing to do but seat people and greet people. And they can greet you with a few business cards. And if you hit it off, they're going to let the servers know. They might let yep. some other people know. Mm-hmm. Whatever that ends up looking like, start there. And same thing, baristas. I mean, there's always even like a business card in the name jar at some of these businesses. There's just different ways to deliver that message in a not invasive way. I think you make a good point when we get bombarded with stuff and we're out to eat or whatever, or or even people just coming in where, you know, there's a reason there's those non-solicitation signs on the door. It's because some people have been really rude and overbearing about it, but you can be tactful and friendly and make it like you said, Hey, I work next door. If you're interested, would love to have you swing by. Very easy to do. Costs you a few seconds of your time. And that could turn into straight cash, homie.
0: Right. And they're doing the same thing that you're doing. They're working next door. You know, right. so it's it's apples for apples. They don't, it's not a big deal. I mean, I doubt they'd be rude to you. But if they're rude to you, well, then deuces and don't ever do it again. But that's not going to be the case. And then just like, you know, not just... We have the restaurant, we have a coffee shop, walk in the coffee shop, go to the employees. Not again, not to the tables, don't be annoying, don't hand it out, don't do that. And I'm just hand it to the barista, they're like, hey, come come get your hair done. Right. It's not a big deal. I mean, we got to sometimes it feels weird, but it's really not that big of a deal. It's just not. And I've had to do it many times, like mm-hmm. many, many times. And I've done it the awkward way where you hand the cards out and you do feel like the no, I don't really feel like the person at Vegas. I don't know. can't relate. <laughs> but you do feel like weird and you know, it's humbling. It really is. Mm-hmm. But in those situations, I would not feel weird. I don't care. Like I, I know who I am. Again, we're talking, talk yourself up, making sure that you know that you should have the confidence. You're, if you're doing people's hair, you should have it anyway. You should be there. Um, and so you just go in and you're like, I know I do Really, a damn good job, and I would love to do her hair. Her hair is awesome. Like I could, I could enhance that. So here's my card. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal.
1: No, and I think we've gotten used to it over the years. But people have short attention spans. I mean, I've I've had to do this myself, building a business where I cold call just nonstop, and people telling me no, like right ten hours a day, just no, 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 until I get that one yes. But nobody's sitting there tomorrow thinking about the person that called them the day before or the person that handed them the business card. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? It's no. It goes by so fast. So that concern that this is just a big deal, it's not that big a deal. You just need to do it. And I look at it as you're almost handing out IOUs. Like if somebody does take you up on it, they're bringing business right back Seriously. your way. And, and another opportunity at referrals. So yeah, there's those two... Initial um, tactical things, which is just mentioning to your existing clients, working the periphery of the business for other complementary businesses that may have your ideal clientele or someone you'd like to see in your chair. Then I think the next piece is more just utilizing the social referral area or the social network, if you want to call it that, too. Right. Start there with, I guess, we kind of look at a few different areas and we know clients They research you just like you research your salon. You will research your stylist. You may research whatever the car shop you're taking your car to. It's so important to get all of that working together.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, first start with your own socials. And I know this has been a thing for me for years. You know, I'm like, I don't really want to. I don't want to do social media for myself. I've always put it all into my business. Like, who cares? I don't wanna you have to. And it doesn't have to be your personal, like it doesn't it could be your your business one, your cosmetology one, your your professional hair page. You need to post your work on there. That is your portfolio. I don't care if you have two followers. It it depends on your post. Style or clients will call me and they'll be like, who should I go to? And I'll say so and so. I've been asked, do they have an Instagram handle that I can look at? They want to see your work. If they don't even ask me, you know, they're probably looking anyway. So they're going to look you up. So if you don't have anything, they're like, eh, pass. I'll go, I'll go somewhere else. Or, uh, you know, especially if they're a picky client, you know, I, I always look at who's going to do my hair first. I am going to be that picky client, but you're also going to want me as your client. Right. So it's a win-win, but like you have to put in a little bit of the work, even if you're working for somebody, we can't do it all. You know, we can we can build the business, we can get clientele in the door, but whether they go to you versus different stylists might be on you. Mm-hmm. And so first it's starting with your socials, and then it's asking your good clients again, or the client that cried in your chair again, it's asking them to write a review for you on one of the platforms. I don't care if it's Yelp, Google, uh, you know, all of them. I mean, we have one with Square. It doesn't matter. Like, write me a review. Would you please write me a review? It it takes nothing. Most of the time, I'll do it in two seconds in your chair. But this is something as a salon owner that's behind the chair too. I can't ask them all because all the reviews will be mine. Mm-hmm. And that helps a lot when we're marketing for clients and they go on there and they're like, oh, I see so-and-so's name. Great. I'll, I'll go to her. Right. You know, you can't just see the one person's name the whole time because then that's the person they want.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's the... That's the key to recognize is we will market like crazy to get people to look at the business if they're not familiar with it. In this case, we've built lots of new businesses from the ground up, but now even more focusing on scaling, we want more and more clients coming through the door, hiring more stylists that we want to fill their book of business. But when they get to that point, they're going to see our page and we take very good care to make sure that it, it looks great. The message is right. The brand is on point but then they are as soon as they find out who their person is they're going to take that next step right. especially you know when you're looking at a luxury salon like ours you you have clientele that care dearly deeply about their hair right. not that everybody doesn't to to a degree but if you're going to pay a premium they're yes. going to they're going to make damn sure that whoever is going to be working on their hair is going to be somebody legit that looks like they do great work right. and if you don't have Those areas for them because they will check your Instagram, like you mentioned, and they will check one of the review pages and they might check a couple. And if they don't see your name show up ever, hopefully it's all five stars. But if they don't see your name show up ever, that's a problem. Yeah, they're probably going to rebook with somebody else and and do something unexpected. You'll be excited and then heartbroken all within an hour because you don't have anything that socially backs up how great you are. And there's a lot of stylists that are awesome but don't have any of these other indicators out there that separate them from everyone else.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy to me now. I'm telling you, I'm not, you don't have to be an influencer. You don't have to have thousands and thousands of followers. You no. just, you don't, but you got to have some pictures on there and they have to look pro. And I, I see it all the time with h- h- as many interviews as I do and have done. Um, Tons of seasoned stylists that should have lots of work that they could put on there. Even even if they put, you know, 1% of their work after they've been working for 10 years, they should have something on there. And they will go, oh, I don't really have one. Never had to do it. Never. Well, I would make one real quick if I was doing interviews. I don't care if it's new. I would make one real quick to show somebody because if you've never taken one photo, that's a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that, and it's really hard to build that stylist, even if we're promoting and putting all this marketing into it. And I can sell that person with my conversations to the client all day long. You got to have something to back it up. Right. We are in that day and age.
1: Yes, we are. Well, cool. We'll let this be that gentle reminder Yes. that you need to work on people talking about how great you are. You really need to build that social network, that client network, use the business cards. They're still valid. I know we're in a digital age, but business cards still get the job yeah. done. You have people take cards every day and they're still the the thing that people can touch and look at. And they can equate that to you when they see you drop it off at the coffee shop or at the restaurant or at the gym, whatever that is. Actually, one other one, just complete aside, is going to the gym, signing up for the gym next door and You drove a lot of clients that way in the past. And
0: I I wasn't even trying.
1: Right. But we learned, hey, that's a pretty good idea. Because
0: I was there at the same time almost every day or, you know, as much as I went. And people got used to seeing me and talking to me. And I built a lot of clients that way. And so, yeah, at the gym. But I was going to say, you know, you were talking about just using those business cards. I mean, we literally have a QR code on the back of our business card where it takes them to book. So that's how valuable that that business card is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They it takes two seconds and they can go book an appointment right after you leave. It's genius, and like, then you yeah, get actually, one. I do need my hair done. Yeah, and you get one rock star in there that likes you. Um, from whether the coffee shop or the restaurant or the gym, one person is all it takes. One person decides to get their hair done by you. They walk into their their work the next day, and then they tell everybody like, because somebody's gonna notice you got your hair done. Like I went right next door to that salon and -and so-and-so did a great job. That's how you build.
1: Right. You know, we didn't really talk about this because it's so obvious that we do this, but why don't stylists spend time? You should go to the coffee shop next door. You should get your nails done at the nail shop next door or a massage or the restaurant. If you don't like the work they do, you don't need to keep going back. But you should frequent at least once, try everything that's in your area And talk a little bit about what you do. Talk where you work. Of course. Because they're going to ask you, hey, where do you work? Actually, I work at the salon just a couple doors down. You do? You know, that's even another way versus handing out business cards that that's an even lighter touch way because we all go out to restaurants. We all get our nails did. We all drink some coffee. Go to the damn places that are in your area.
0: Yes. Network in your area. And I do it again. I can't do it for everybody in my salon. So- stylists need to take it upon themselves to do a little bit of this for themselves right they just have to i mean i i go to the restaurant next door and what do you think i see clients of mine and they're like hey me oh she does my hair but then that's how people that's how the word gets to they're like oh you're the salon owner you're the you know it's it's that simple mm-hmm. so you might even see somebody that you've already done and then everybody else in there is going to know it because that person is at. restaurant right so they might do the work for you but just pop in every now and then i mean we'll do it we'll get food from there we'll we'll bring it back do we ever go and just get an appetizer meet somebody tell them about ourselves no so we need to start doing that right and everybody not just my my salon every salon i've had we need to start doing that because the girls that did they built a lot
1: faster yeah super fast yeah again just pulling this even further thinking about style or clients of yours that have been referrals and they say hey you know we hang out at this winery or we go to this place we go to that winery they happen to be there as well they're like this is Amy she does my hair it's just that that network effect and if for you sure. if you just consider those things for a second of putting yourself in the right spot at the right time to have more people recognize who you are what yes. you do how talented you are at your craft that's how you get that exponential growth. That's how we grow so fast. It's not just this one thing we're saying, right. but this is a really big one because this is the this is the least expensive way
0: yeah, to grow say, your free. book of
1: business. Yeah, it doesn't cost you shit except a little bit of time and maybe yeah. a little bit of humbleness to say, "All right, I got to hand these cards out." Right. It, it is it is the best way still no matter what else is out there. It will always beat spending hundreds or thousands of dollars on social or anything else, just that personal touch and just caring enough to be in the right place at the right time to grow that yeah. that discussion about your capabilities.
0: Yep. And and I'm not telling you to give away the farm. You don't have to give a discount. You don't have to do that to get them in the chair because a lot of times when you do that, that is the only reason they came to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, wow, oh, she's going to give me a percentage off, so... I could use that. No, you don't have to do that. You want them to want you. They they want to want your work. They want to come to you for the way that you looked when you presented yourself, when you came in. And then when maybe they go look up your social and they see your work and they're like, no, I want to go to her. She's got, she did really good. She does really good hair. And she's right next door. And if they don't do it today, they'll do it later. Yeah, you know, I, we always talk about planting the seed and that's how you do it. So... You don't have to give away, you're like, oh, well, now I'm going to take a cut on that and I'm already getting a percentage. So there we go. Like, that's not worth it. You don't have to do that. Yep. And it's a walk. It's a walk down there. You know, get, get, get some people on your side that are going to go to bat for you, especially that work with a restaurant or um, where there's dealing with lots of clients. They're going to see lots of people make their hair look good. That's how, that's how the referrals start coming.
1: Absolutely. Well, cool. So remember this one thing, grow the word about you, grow your referral, your network. It's, it takes a little bit of time, but it's so valuable. So hopefully you take this one thing and starting tomorrow, you let a few people know to let a few people know. And pretty soon it starts blowing up in a super exciting way. Have a great week. We'll talk to y'all soon.
0: Bye.